Before we jump into today's show, I just wanted to let you know that I have got a brand new three-part audio series available to download right now. If you head over to DonnaEed.com forward slash three-part audio, that's all one word, no spaces, you can download your How to Build Your Authority with Podcasting audio series. This is going to address guesting and hosting, so if you're interested in either of those and you want to know how to build your authority, head over to DonnaEed.com forward slash three-part audio. The link will be in the show notes. You're listening to The Wedding Procast UK, the place to be if you are a UK wedding professional looking to grow and streamline your business. I'm your host, Donna Eid, 10-year wedding photography veteran and CEO at the Society of Professional Wedding Vendors. If you want to grow and streamline your business, this is the podcast for you. Make sure you hit subscribe where you listen or join our email list at www.spw v.co.uk. You'll find the sign up form at the bottom of every episode and by doing so you won't miss a thing. So let's jump into today's show. the podcast. I actually had a different episode um, scheduled for today, but something happened last week that made me think that this would be a good topic to have a conversation about. Now, I don't get too personal on the podcast under usual circumstances, but if uh, the last year has been anything, it's been anything but usual. Um, So I felt like this was something that maybe more people than I expect uh, may be suffering uh, or struggling in some way with this. So it's a bit of a sensitive topic. So I'm going to be talking about anxiety and depression today. So if that is a trigger for you, you can sign off now. Um, I'll see you next week. Regular scheduled shows will be resumed then. But I've I've suffered with depression since I was about 16. And uh, something quite traumatic happened to me where I ended up losing two of the most important people to me out of my life. They didn't die, but um, I did lose them out of my life and I didn't have either one of them to turn to, to be consoled or to have a person who was on my side. Um, And unfortunately, somebody who wasn't on my side and was motivated by pure selfish reasons um, came in and it didn't, it didn't go well. It was a bad, bad time in my life probably 16 to around around 21 is when I kind of came out of it a little bit um a lot of a lot of stuff went down in that period it was it was a very traumatic period for me and I think that for most if you look at 18 year olds now 16 to 18 year olds it is some of the hardest years of your life and if you don't have that support system around you it can be a really really difficult difficult period to navigate. Um, So that's when my journey with depression started. And around, I want to say, 
seven years ago, seven, eight years ago is when the anxiety started to creep in. So that's what I'm going to be focusing on today. And it is, it's for a specific reason. As I said, something happened last week that made me think, oh, maybe I should talk about this. And that is, um, I'm highly introverted. I've taken the 16 personalities test. I come up 99% introverted, couldn't get more introverted than me possibly. Maybe there's somebody out there that's 100%, who knows. But I struggle to um, cope in situations where there is a lot of people around. So as a wedding photographer, you know, that causes me a little bit of an issue and I would be absolutely exhausted after a wedding and need some downtime. And any wedding photographers out there, you know how tired you are. Add on to that, that actually being around that many people is is highly draining for me anyway. And you, you can kind of understand where I'm coming from on that. So that's why I stepped back from weddings. Um, the the anxiety and the energy draining um, aspect of it meant that it wasn't really a role for me anymore. So I stepped away from it. My anxiety came up in the workplace at the job that I had. Um, I had some difficulties there with it, which led to me working from home some of the time um, to cope with it. My work was absolutely amazing dealing with it. So I, I can't fault them at all. But over the last 16 months, unlike a lot of people that have been in their houses just clawing the walls and wanting to get out. I haven't had that and I've been very lucky in that respect and I've had complete sympathy for those that, you know, just found it really hard to be at home. But home is my happy place and, you know, there's very limited people in the house and I am in control of who comes in and um, who doesn't. So I feel a lot safer. My energy is protected. But we are now returning to some sense of normality with COVID still around. And that to me triggers my anxiety. Are people still washing their hands? Are they being conscious of who they're hugging and where they're going and what situations they're putting themselves in. And it makes me nervous for everybody's health because I know that even if you've had both jabs, you can still get poorly with it. And although you might not end up in hospital, the big thing for that is that if you can get it, you can pass it on. And not everybody has had jabs. My little sister, for instance, is refusing to have the jabs. She's concerned about what it is that she's putting into her body, etc. And she suffers with anxiety as well. So I completely understand where she's coming from. But she's chosen not to have it. So I have fear around, is she going to get, you know, it, it's, it's a cycle. And, you know, you can get really wrapped up in it. But my concern was that other people might be going through something similar. And I want you to know you're not alone. So I did a wedding last Thursday. I have two weddings left to photograph. One last Thursday, one's going to be next year now. But my anxiety kicked in again from the normal anxiety I get of shooting a wedding. Am I going to do it right? Are the SD cards going to corrupt? As Is this going to, you know, all the what ifs um, and then COVID on top of it. Are people going to be wearing masks? Is there going to be enough ventilation? Um, are people going to respect 
the wishes of the bride and groom when it comes to this. You know, all of these things are running around in my head and it took it out of me. It really did. It was it was a long day. Um, there was a lot of travel involved. I've, I've actually never had to charge couples travel expenses because they're usually quite close, but this one actually did fall outside my remit and I ended up charging travel expenses. Not a lot, but it was just... It, kind of gives you an idea of the amount of travel that was involved in that day. So that was draining too. Um, So I found it very difficult. I didn't book anything into work the next day because I didn't want, I knew that I would need the time to recover. However, on the Saturday, I was supposed to go to a friend's house for a garden party and she had 26 people going um, on the list and I, I completely panicked. Um, my anxiety and even just speaking about it now I can feel it rising in my chest I'd got my outfit out in the morning I had every intention of going I wanted to be there there were certain people that were going that I really wanted to see there was a lot of people that I hadn't met yet that I really wanted to meet and I was excited for the event but then the anxiety took over and it's paralyzing and I couldn't I just couldn't make it and I felt guilty and I messaged um, my friend and told her that I wasn't going to be able to come that I just I could I just couldn't do it and she was so understanding I messaged my other friend who um, I was going to go with told her that I couldn't and she was very understanding too but the guilt you feel alongside it is is immense And it's something that we're going to be struggling with. Like I couldn't not go to the wedding. I was employed and you guys, you know, you're employed to do your weddings. But if you suffer with anxiety like I do, um, it can be crippling. And the reason I'm telling you this is one, I want you to know that you're not alone. Um, It's not an uncommon thing. There are plenty of people that are struggling as we are opening up. Two, I want you to take care of yourselves. We are going to be under a lot of pressure to fit in all of these postponed weddings as well as weddings that were already booked. I understand that a lot of people are doing multiple weddings. One of my members had four weddings last weekend. He's a musician. Four weddings in one weekend. That is a lot of pressure in one go. And I want to urge you to take the time you need, especially if you have got anxiety or a mental health concern that, you know, means that you aren't going to be at your best sometimes because to cope with the workload that we are coming into, you have got to book in that downtime. I know we've just had 16 months where we haven't been able to do our general work, but you have to take care of you because you you don't want to let couples down. So just be mindful of where you're spending your time, where you get your energy from, um, who you need to be around, what your anxieties sit around and how you can manage that because there is management of it. If the um, garden party had been this weekend, I would have gone. I know I would have been able to go. Um, It was just because it came off the back of that wedding. So just be mindful when you're booking things in. Don't overcommit yourself. Make sure that you are giving yourself rest days. Even if that, you know, if for a photographer, a rest day may well be going through 
your photos and picking out the ones that you're going to edit. Um, it's a, it's an easier day than editing um, and doing a wedding day. So just choose, you know, when I say rest days, I don't mean that you don't do anything on those days, but you do things that, you know, you can do for the fun of it, that you can do without too much brain power needed, that you can do without too much energy requirements and just protect yourselves because our mental health is singly, hands down, the most important thing that we have. If you are off in your head um, in any capacity, it it impacts the rest of your life. It really does. And I don't want to see lots of wedding vendors being you know, at the doctors feeling unwell, you know, it can translate into physical unwellness. And I, I don't want that for you guys. Um, I felt huge guilt about breaking my commitment on the Saturday, but I knew that for my own mental health, I needed to do it. And it, it was double-sided because I suffered with FOMO as well. So I was just like, I'm, I'm really, you know, upset and angry with myself that I'm missing out um, I was felt guilty because I wasn't there when I said I would be and the anxiety of the reasons that I didn't want to be there that, you know, I was struggling with. So it is a complete battle in your head, a battle of wills almost and to who's going to win the anxiety or the FOMO. And you've just got to be willing to accept yourself for who you are. And I did a workshop this week on boundaries And that really resonated with me that actually I've got to set these boundaries for my own mental health. So, you know, I know if I'm going to go and do a wedding or I'm going to go and be around a lot of people that I need a couple of days where I'm not around a lot of people so that I can recover and recuperate and feel okay. And especially in these days where I'm thinking, you know, who who am I coming into contact with and how have they been and have they been sensible? You know, I'm double vaccinated now. I wasn't last weekend. So maybe um, if it had been, you know, next weekend when the vaccine's supposed to have, you know, done its job and I should be fully covered, maybe I'd have been more comfortable with it then. Or if I had been double vaccinated before, maybe I'd have been okay last weekend. I don't know. And you can't, you can't second guess these things. You just have to go with how you're feeling at the time. But there are things that you can put in place to monitor that and just be mindful of what you're doing. So I I hope me sharing a little bit of the, the craziness that goes on in my head has helped some of you. I understand that not everybody is somebody who has to cope with anxiety on a regular basis. But even if anxiety is not a problem for you, we have had 16 months where we've basically been hermits. And then going out into a world and having to mix with lots of people can strike fear and concern and worry in people, even if you aren't an anxiety sufferer. So just please, please be careful. Please be mindful. Please look after yourselves and just, you know, you know yourself, you know how you cope in these situations. So, so book that time because you deserve to be looked after. And the first person that has to look after you is you. So um, that's it for this week guys. I'm sorry it's not my usual cheerful thing but I felt it important to mention at this time as we're starting to open up and you guys are getting really busy. Um, Please please take care of yourselves and I will see you next week.
Bye for now. Don't forget to hit those stars and leave a review of the podcast where you listen if you found value in what you heard today. It's a free way you can help the podcast reach more people just like you.